Take a seat in your comfiest beachside chair. Crack open a cold one with the boys, and once you are ready, let's go on a voyage. get a blank-faced lie past the Penny Whistle Patrol? You fought an entire legion of gnomes and... and one? You met death? At this point, Buns has to hold up a hand and ask for your story to pause. Well, I can see now why you've had such a hard time finding a chef. You're all absolutely stark raving mad. But even as she's saying this, she's smiling. No, we are not. If you don't trust us, then you should just say so. Your ship, which has been pretty quiet this part of the story, seems pretty indignant. It's not as if you go telling your entire history to every single crew member you interview to join the ship. Buns walks over to take a breather and a cup of tea by the side of the ship and let some of your story settle on her mind. And frankly, it's been good to talk this one out, so perhaps some of you share that indignant feeling. Or perhaps the stories that you say feel like they happened a lifetime away or as if they were done by different people. But whatever the case, this is the first time any of you, Virgil's crew, have heard the entire history of your exploits out loud, and they certainly do sound surreal. Your life in the cell blocks of the prison at the end of the world might feel a lifetime away, how you stumbled across each other in a cafeteria entirely by accident, and stuck together out of a shared necessity to survive, how you joined Mondo Stone's worst of the worst criminals to get broken out of prison, and then got stabbed in the back on the way out and you were left to take the fall for him. How you stole the antique ship How Am I Feeling gave it a name and shot out of the prison in that race for your lives. How Ishmael started seeing and talking to death herself. But that wasn't escape, not yet. That was just the start of running. It's strange, honestly, thinking about life before the fog. It's been so long now that you've been running from it. The idea that you could just sit and stay somewhere forever a foreign feeling. You made it safe and sound to Windsor Veristinia's summer home, but alas, it was neither safe nor sound. But by the skin of your teeth, Unglian was defeated, and the gnomes were convinced to flip sides. This last message didn't make it to your whole crew, sadly, and the gnomish turncloats were summarily destroyed in their utter surprise, cementing a lifelong hatred of Virgil's crew. It was bizarre, telling the whole story out loud for the first time. The feeling to not believe it, walk away forever, and go back to a world of comfortable things was felt not only by Buns. And as Buns stood there on the railing of the How Am I Feeling, she considered long and hard the possibility of leaving. I am Ben Schiffler, and I am your Dungeon Master.
the five of you are all in the Great Hall of Windsor Veristinia's summer home. The shards of fallen bone elementals are scattered on the ground around you, and gnomish dust hovers in the air. Um, So I'd love to know, where are you all moments, or perhaps long moments, after the battle has ended? So, I got knocked out at the end of last time. Um, So, once I regain consciousness, I'm just sort of sitting on the floor groggily, um, and looking around, I uh, just, I notice that there's a lot of bone dust, there's a lot of gnome dust just lying around on the ground, and without moving at all, just still just sitting on the ground, I start Mm -hmm. just, like, scraping it slowly (laughs) into little pouches. Um, Just Mm -hmm. really, really tired and, like, almost concussed. Like, very, like, oh. And it's, like, the only thing that I can process right now. Right, it's just getting some alchemical reagents for some sweet pots. I'm sitting yes. over here in the corner thinking, um, boy, I don't think I've ever seen Avalon clean anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Avalon Veristinia, voiced by Connor. I am hunched over the collapsed bones of of Toothy McFang, and uh, I I pick one out and put it in my pocket. Which one? And um. Probably something small that I could... A, a tooth, I think. I'd take a tooth hmm. from Tooth. Hey, that's like his McFang. name. Cool. Yeah. And uh, I put it in my pocket. And uh, I am Flax Marone, played by Nick. I'm a half-orc rogue. I'm quite beside myself with exhaustion and depression at losing my little mentee. And after seeing Flax in uh, pill for one of the teeth, I... I shout, put that back! And I run over to the little skeleton and I hunch over it and um, I feel something flow through my, my veins and energy pulses in my fingertips and I attempt to cast the cantrip mending on the little alligator body. And it doesn't do anything, but I cast it over and over and over again until I collapse in exhaustion. I'm Virgil Badwater, and I'm played by Jake. I'm sitting uh, back against the wall. I think I'm holding, like, a a shoe, a slipper, whatever remains of uh, Toothy's clothes that I had grabbed onto. I'm feeling pretty distraught from having... um, seemingly having failed to uh, save Toothy from getting levitated up and just kind of like observing everyone really tiredly but without like a thought in my my mind especially uh, sympathetic towards Virgil and seeing him try to cast a spell over and over again futilely it's just too much for me so I close my eyes my name is Roan Ridley, and I'm a human bard, played by Shing. Uh, are there stairs? There's, like, stairs in this main yes. room, right? Um, I'm sitting, like, halfway up the stairs, um, watching people doing cleaning. I look around, and then I my eyes kind of always go back to Avalyn, who's, like, 
half consciously sweeping things up. And then I look away again and then I look back and then I just feel like all the exhaustion from the stress of the last day or two and I just put my head in my hands. And I'm Ishmael Overcast. I'm an elf sorcerer. I'm played by Emma. And you are all sitting and standing and scraping and gathering reagents in that, uh, in that room. Uh, when standing from the back table, um, you all catch the heavily sideburned face of Windsor Veristinia, um, stand up and address you all for the first time. And he, uh, uh, shouts, uh, to, to the, the crowd of you. Wow, you guys are really impressive. <laughs> Avalyn Veristinia! Oh my god, you're so grown up! Uh, <laughs> quick, quick. Hello, Uncle Windsor. Ah, uh, jeez. Can I have a description of Mr. Windsor? Oh yeah, for sure. You, you, did he say Mr. he's sideburned? As, like yeah, an elf got... with sideburns? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have a beard and I'm an oh. elf. Maybe I can I vaguely show this. This is my very a- rough Windsor. <gasps> this is him. He's like a cabin man. <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> oh my uh-huh. god! This is Windsor. Okay. He's got a, a Hawaiian shirt on too. Oh, all right. Can you? So is- I'll describe it for the audio listeners as well. Awesome. So he is a uh, incredibly vibrant guy um, with very expressive uh, uh, face shapes uh, and big thick uh sideburns and he wears a hawaiian shirt with palm trees on it uh and sometimes is found wearing a like a, a shark tooth necklace though it doesn't look like he has it on right now um about how old does he look like 40s 50s Ooh, hard to tell with elves but he's yeah. definitely on the old side for elves so um i was actually doing a little bit of figuring out how elf work in this world. Um, and I think that uh, elf work, like max elf age is around 800 or 900. Okay. Um, though they don't yeah. often wow. live that long. Uh, but Windsor is definitely up there. He's probably like 700 years old. So is he like considered elderly or is he just like dad age or something? He's like old dad. Okay. So like older middle age, like probably. Late, yeah. Early like 60s. a grandpa that never had kids or something. He's like a, yeah, he's, yeah, he's like a spry late 60s or early 70s. Okay. Okay. For a human. All right. Well, um, yeah, I sort of give him a t- very tired wave and, and say, you look surprisingly the same. Well, you know, that's just how the elves work. You look a lot bigger. Yeah, it's been a few decades. Uh, been meaning to to ask for a number of favors now that I'm here. Um, no worries, no worries. Now let us just clean up this little mess, uh, and uh, and maybe we could uh, 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 just all uh, gather your little crew together, and I can answer a couple of uh, quick little high level points, and then maybe we can get you guys all cleaned up and get some food in those bellies there. <laughs> Sounds like Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, I, 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 I look around and say, <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, everyone looks super excited and energetic right now. So, uh, sure. Yeah, that sounds fine. Uh, I, I joined the, the circle. I approach Mr. Veristinia, uh, and I, I'll shake his hand and say, uh, thanks. Thanks for having us, Mr. Mr. Veristinia, Lord Windsor, 
How, how, how can I address you? Just call me Wendy. Win- ah, it's good Wendy? to have kids back on the island. It's been a while. Uh, he slaps you on the back. Yeah. Um, thank you for your hospitality. Uh, oh, well, okay, are the rest of you coming over here? Or are you going to stand around looking mopey? Yeah. I take one last look um, at the little skeleton body and stand up and join Windbag. I look up at the people who were just looking very sadly at the body and say, what happened? Why is everyone so sad? Later. Okay. Ah. Tired now, anyway. I'm I'm over there as well, um, and I ask, so are there showers around here? Yeah, we got bathhouses, we got a couple of springs, and of course we got the showers over near the pools, if you're needing to wash off a little of that gunk there. Let me run down the estate. Uh, I uh, assume all of these are folks that are with you, Avalyn? They are. Where is crew? This is our captain, Virgil. Hello. Hi, Virgil. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. He sticks out a hand. You have no idea how much of a pleasure it should be. I'm a great guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, little sh- I'm a little shaken up right now. <laughs> uh, at this, uh, he cracks a, a big grin and uh, he puts a hand on your shoulder and says, Virgil, I think I like you better already. The the truth is, you're welcome. All of you are welcome here, and I'll get a couple of my uh, elemental servants to go fix up your ship uh, down by the docks. Um, We're very sorry the, uh, that we led we led Anglian here. She's here because of us. That was our fault. I'm I'm sorry for the trouble we've caused you. Oh no, no, that ain't on you, uh, brother. That that that's on me. I gave her the uh, middle finger by allowing uh, allowing Avalon's trial to be held here. Uh, I think she was uh, 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 not too keen on anyone uh, helping out Avalon and provided him safe haven. So, uh, bl- blame to go around in this in this corner of the the country. But no worries, no frets, no troubles. That's the the summer home guarantee. Um, I'll make sure that the next two days of your life before the trial, of course, is uh, as comfortable as you can make it. Um, you, you got the rest of the day here. I'll, I'll have the servants begin whipping up a, a bit of a feast to welcome you here. You guys look like you must be starving. At this, um, my face kind of breaks a little bit. Like, uh, this is the most kindness anyone has given us since before the prison, I think. So, so I say, thank you. No sweat, no foul. Uh, you just got to promise me one thing there, Storm Boy. I'm not, uh, yeah. You just got to try out the jacuzzi. (laughs) I was really concerned that he was not going to put the E on the end of it and just go like, jacuzzi. I I lose it a little bit at this (laughs) about how insane of mood whiplash this is compared to our last couple of days. So I just laugh and say, Uh jacuzzi. Yeah, great. Yeah, I'll check it out. Thanks. Uh, so yeah, you got the rest of today here, and then of course tomorrow, and then uh, it's around noon on the uh, uh, on the third day that the the trial will take place in my uh, fog chamber. 
So you'll at least need to be there, Avalon. And if the rest of you want to come, I'll make sure there are refreshments. Uh, we do have a library. Uh, it's it's run by a, uh, an old elemental of the family. Um, her name's the Archivist. Um, she's uh, very easily scared, um, and she knows the library like the back of her hand. Uh, in fact, she's probably the only one that honestly reads any of the books in there. They're so old and decrepit, but they got all kinds of old knowledge. I'd just ask if you are using the library, maybe uh, uh, take it one at a time. Um, I think she's, she prefers making sure uh, which books are checked out. So uh, if you'll uh, uh, pardon that, uh, that abnormality, maybe you can uh, uh, just each spend some quality time with the archivist and, and make her feel comfortable sounds good also Thank i hope you, you're uncle. not scared of spiders because she's a she's a big spider oh great <laughs> when you say big oh, oh. <laughs> i'm sure she's just as scared of us as we are of her <laughs> oh much more scared of you much more scared of you she's terrified of anything that's not in her library so uh you might try but and look a little spidery when you arrive or maybe look a little <laughs> bit more like a book this is a lot more explanation about the library than I need at this point in time. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, man. I'm going to be hanging out there. Uh, and th- the next thing I want to I want to make sure just to get you guys back to a, a place where y'all can clean up. Uh, Avalyn, it's probably been a while since you were here, but you know, you know, we got two rounds of quarters. Mm-hmm. We can prepare some uh, uh, rooms up here in the adults' estate if you want. But I wouldn't pass up an opportunity if if I were you to go uh, go hang back out in the the kids' castle if if uh, you remember that spot. Uh, frankly, I'd be living there if I wasn't, <laughs> you know, living here full time. I have to manage manage the servants. It also might give you a chance to have a little privacy and be a, a little further away from the action. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the the our, our group can make ourselves at home down in the down in the kids' estate at the south end of the island, and then call that sort of home base. Thank you. Sounds good. I, if you need anything, um, he uh, uh, rings a bell from his uh, belt that he pulls off, and then he hands the belt to you. If you need anything at any time, just ring one of these little bells, and uh, uh, someone will come over to help you. Uh, elementals all over the gaff. We got hundreds of them here, uh, and they'll get you anything you need at any point. Um, if Thank I you. might, Mr. Windy, have you received any sort of word about... Me? Do you know who I am? Look, uh, uh, Stormboy, I'd just say no harm, no foul, no problems here on the, on Windsor's estate. Uh, but you have received a, word. Uh, the truth matters. I know that you were uh, uh, sent to prison for capturing that 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 glass round your neck, and and I know you're you're out of it. But I ain't turning you in. I'm no snitch. Nobody call no Mister Windy a snitch. You so, haven't heard. Uh, you're safe here. Any word that about the fog? The fog. Okay. Uh, Never mind. What fog? Uh, forgive me. It it, it doesn't matter. Uh, Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I'd say uh, uh, you guys go head back to the kids' estate. I'm sure uh, uh, the... uh, uh, Hey, look there. I'm sure he'll uh, he'll make sure you get back to the estate fine. Have you met met our gatekeeper, Whip? (laughs) God damn it. And gatekeeper Whip, uh, you know, (laughs) saunters into the room. um, Unfortunately, yes. Still incredibly unclothed, except Uh... where it counts. 
I cover my eyes. Um, <laughs> I lean over to Avalyn and I ask, hey, your uncle seems like, you know, decent. Does he happen to have any, like, estates further away from the fog? Maybe we should suggest that he take a vacation there for his own good. Uh, he really lives out here full time. Uh, because he doesn't get along great with the rest of the family because he's, well, weird, as you can see. But he's, yeah, he's really nice. I suppose we could try and convince him to either come with us or make his way to, like, the central Veristinia home. But good luck convincing him of that. He hates it there. Cool, cool, cool. And with that, I just leave for the jacuzzi and baths. <laughs> uh, cool. Um, so, uh, uh, Gatekeeper Whip gathers uh, the five of you to lead you back to the kids' castle to dump off your stuff. Um, okay. Windsor gives you a fond farewell and hands each of you a servant's bell. So, if ever you need a servant while on this island, you can just uh, uh, ring the bell and Elemental be there to your beck and call. He also hands you, Avalyn, the keys to uh, the kids' estate. Um, they're really, they're like the keys to a puzzle room in that they're like really old and vintage and rusty, uh. but you know they're not like, they weren't rusty because they're not used, they're rusty because they want them to be rusty, nice. um, because they're aesthetic. They, they like rust them on purpose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Looks like mm-hmm. an old pirate key. The kids' estate is fucking cool. <laughs> Uh, and uh, this is the thought that would enter any sane person's mind as Gatekeeper Whip leads them to uh, the kids' estate. Um, he takes you around the north side of the island, past the servants' quarters, but along the beach. The beach is gorgeous. The salt water looks incredibly inviting. The beach is like combed. It's not rocky. You could just like lay down there with a book and live there for ten years. Uh, and uh, as you're walking down the beachfront, Gatekeeper Whip kind of takes you around a turn in the island that's clearly a designed turn and as you come around the corner there is like a pristine old school castle like the kind of castle that is on a romance cover from a book from the 80s like it's all like gray stone with turrets and parapets there's an astronomy tower (sighs) there's a little like forest to the outside that probably has like monsters in it and uh even gatekeeper whip can't help but uh crack a smile uh as he uh opens up the the first of the doors and lets you into um into your new quarters for the next two and a half days hell yeah this place rocks yeah is Avalyn wearing a shirt <laughs> i don't remember yes you are yeah uh, i think i'm wearing, think a, t-shirt. wearing a, trash I shirt? a shirt Avalyn's. no i've still got a bunch of trash t-shirts hey Avalyn, are you wearing a Av- shirt Avalyn, you should um unbutton your shirt a few buttons and then stand in front of the castle with like your hands on your hips and let the wind catch your hair i think that would look really cool yeah. <laughs> See, I do that if any of these shirts had buttons. They're all cheap t shirts. Rip the top a little bit. Yeah, then I just, um, I just uh-huh. stabbed you and ripped the middle of it down. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, it looks really I good. Am, and like leaning on yeah. you with one arm on you as gatekeeper whip, kind of like staring <laughs> into the camera or looking up at you whipsfully. And the title um, of this y- book is Ancient Castle, Ancient 
husband. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what would a romance no, novel be no. told? Who doesn't want an ancient husband? <laughs> no. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's the title uh, of the book. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I unceremoniously shove Gatekeeper Whip away from me, and then I put my hands on my hips and sort of wistfully look around at the kids' castle, because there's a lot of great memories here, none of which involve Gatekeeper Whip. Uh-huh. Gatekeeper Whip uh, slides over into the doorway as you're about to enter and says, I can handle anything. So if you need something a little more a fish, you know, uh, just come out to the uh, uh, the gatehouse by the docks and I will handle whatever you need. Oh, there. Wow. I, feel like I make a mental note to only ever use the bell and never go down to the <laughs> gatehouse. And then a uh, gatekeeper whip uh, turns into a crane uh, and flies off. The fuck? Because he's a star elemental. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So as you guys enter the kids' castle, it is fucking sweet. It's like a. It's like Disneyland made an Airbnb that was all about recapturing the spirit of a of like a kids' adventure book. Like you're vanishing into a hidden fantasy world. There's secret trap doors. There's secret trap bookcases that lead to dungeons there's mysteries there's ARG experiences there's a deep <laughs> backstory and lore to this elementals work full time on this place um, so that the Veristinia kids can have a really fun vacation to come back to um, are there any Veristinia uh, kids present here at this time or is it just us there are not okay. there are not uh, so uh, there are rooms for all of you prepared um, they're all like unique and different and themed in different ways um, I'd love to know what each of your rooms is like uh, if you want to make it up uh, as well as uh, uh, once once you're in there what do you do um, I'm assuming that I'm in the same room that I stayed in as a child mm-hmm. yeah um, so, so it's race car themed <laughs> no. Uh, however, there are like way more baseball themed decorations than oh, yeah. I remember there being, it, except that like there definitely were that many when I was a kid. Uh, just when I was mm-hmm. a kid, it was more like I need more of these, get more of these. And then it sort of wallpapers the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and that takes me back to when I was, oh, around 30 years old. Uh, and after sitting on the bed, just looking around for a minute or so, I abruptly realize that there's a possibility that someone in the crew may have been placed in my brother's old room, mm. which immediately freaks me out. So I like run over and check that. Uh, is so, has someone been placed in my brother's old well, room? Wh- or okay, well, I think what we need is more your brother's in- old room? Yeah, like? we need more info from you about that. <laughs> Uh, it's a big room and it's definitely, um, definitely like a teenager lived here. There's, there's a lot of like cool dudes with swords and also like, like the famous, like female weather mages of the time calendar. Um, (laughs) and, uh, and just, just like an adult would be like kind of weirded out there. Um, but it was definitely just like a phase past which the occupant of this room did not live. Is this like the Sports Illustrated of calendars of weather mages? Is that what it is? Yes, very much so. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so they're all in swimsuits. Yeah. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like we've all walked in and out of this room and we're like, yeah, <laughs> everyone's, yeah, you kind of all like peeked in. Uh, and yeah, you catch an eye on the calendar and boy, those are some choice weather mage swimsuit picks. <laughs> They've got umbrellas. Yep. Yeah. And so this is all, I, I suppose, like while Avalon's like sitting in his room, just like reminiscing. And before he realizes that someone might be in his brother's room, like all of you go into his brother's room and are like, oh, nope, 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 <laughs> move on. <laughs> Except for Virgil. Uh, yeah, I, I would check it out and shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be in my new bunk. <laughs> I, uh, I, I uh, poke my head in some doors and kind of can't decide what appeals to me until I come across one that is like, pirate island themed oh for sure there's like half a ship that's sitting yeah. over the yeah. the three pools that are kind of in the is... the kids area and it sits over top of them and there is a slide that goes from the room into the pool damn mm. that's that's where flaxen's going he's so excited to to see just vast water on this journey like because that's just never something he grew up with mm-hmm. so uh, i think he still kind of wants to just get right back on the boat and this is the best he can do right now Cool. I will say all of you definitely are feeling a little bit like sway-y back and forth. The idea of mm. not being on a ship for like a long time, that's yeah. it's like the you got a little jelly legs. Mm. And then I, I ring my bell. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, all right. From uh, your fireplace out walks a stout little turtle that's standing on both of its legs made entirely out of stone. And it says, uh, yes, sir. Hey. Uh, could you bring me some, some like pirate theme books? Of course, sir. An excellent choice. Oh yeah. And he hops down a small turtle-sized slide to the left of the water slide. Cute. And while I'm waiting for him, I just kind of collapse on the the bed, wherever I guess wherever it is. Where would it be? Would it be like in the pirate ship? Yeah, it's in the pirate ship. There's like uh, it's Sweet. it's. It's a very comfortable bed. It's so much more comfortable mm. than the hammocks you've been sleeping on. Uh, but it is built into the side of it in a very flush, like Airbnb plus experiences kind of way. And I uh, I collapse backwards on it and pull out the tooth and just kind of look at it. Okay. That's the end of my scene. Awesome. Um, Ishmael picks a high up room. Uh, one that I think has like a spiral staircase that opens up into a trap door in of the ceiling course. that goes up into a room. Uh, so uh-huh. it's up in so some tower. So there'd be tower. two of these, one of which would probably be the princess room, which would go up there, <laughs> and the other one would definitely be like uh, the mystic that lives up in the other tower and more mm-hmm. like looks over her scrying orb and sees the the seven kingdoms kind of vibe. Well, I don't really, cho- I don't, I don't survey both. I kind of just go to the first one. So Ben, which Sounds one do good. you think I pick? It's definitely the princess room. Okay, so I'm in the princess room, <laughs> for sure. Um, I, I get up there, and I first I just flop face down on the bed. Like, you know that mm-hmm. scene in Kiki's delivery service where she has a long yes. day, and she comes back to yes. her bed, and she just lays yes. on it? So I, I lay there for, like, 20 minutes. Um, Do you fall asleep? I don't fall asleep, no. And then a- after laying there for a bit, then I, I turn and uh, look out the window and just look at the clouds. And then I get really thoughtful about the clouds and I just go over to the window and lean against the window and look outside and just kind of rest my brain, watch watch the clouds. Nice. Could you make me a wisdom save? Yep. Natural one. Natural one. 
Uh, you look into the clouds and you see several shapes, but you are not able to discern anything specific there. I think uh, I'm. I see that, and I'm like so exhausted and also so kind of tired of these things that I don't understand. That when I see these shapes that I can't make out, I just like <sighs> heavy sigh and and rest my eyes and then go back to bed and take a nap. All right. Oh, what about you, Rowan? Where do you go? So as I'm like trying to peek into all the rooms and take stock of what's left, I'm just like repulsed by every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God. Um, but then one catches my eye. Um, there's a bookshelf and I'm then leaf- leafing through them. Um, I realize that this is probably like a, this probably, this room probably belonged to an older teenager or not an older teenager, like a, like a preteen young adult. A uh, girl who was really into like romance novels, so I like discreet- oh, yeah. <laughs> discreetly that would like be my younger sister. Oh, nice! <laughs> so I discreetly take one out um, as I leave my shit um, on the bed and I head over to the baths. <laughs> Rowan is so good. <laughs> oh my god! I love this, this room. Is I'd say, like, this room is particularly sweet in that there is a, a very large attached bathroom to it um, that seems like a, uh, there's, a, there's a good deep soak tub that uh, your younger sister used a lot while reading romance novels and drinking fine elvish wine. Oh, awesome. Then, yeah, I, I, go, uh, I go to that one. It also has one of those, like, little book racks you can prop your oh, book yeah. or iPad on. iPads don't exist mm-hmm. in this world. Game Boys do, though. <laughs> Game Boys do. Um... And I have a, you know, I set up all my cool candles. And I'm like, oh, um, my bath bombs. Have myself oh, yeah. a nice, and I, uh, I beckon a servant to bring me fine food so I can enjoy this while I'm like chilling in the bath. Oh, for sure. Um, as you do, uh, 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 the little water sprite uh, serves you up like a whole cheese tray pops a fine vintage of wine and a charcuterie board for you to snack on while reading your trash romance novel yeah oh also as uh, nick was describing his boat love i was gonna say that's a very that's very moe <laughs> you have a very moe character <laughs> Okay, that's it. That's it. I'm done. I'd say also in in this room, you do recognize that uh, there is uh, a little anime box on the wall, and it seems like this uh, your younger sister uh, Avalyn um, watched a lot of anime, and uh, <laughs> the little anime box seems like uh, it has a an ensuite uh, cast of um, performers. Um, of course, if you if you don't remember, <laughs> anime is uh, is the primary form of you know visual storytelling in this world. Uh, and if you're watching anime, you have a little box that has a bunch of little uh, elementals that live in it, and they get messages and scripts back from wh- whoever wrote the anime and made the anime, and then they perform it live for you whenever you switch the box on. So that's how you watch so Sailor Girls a- from the Cosmos? Sailor Girls from the Cosmos. Nice. Yep. So it's miniature on-demand theater. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> anime. This is so wow. cool. Someone <laughs> crowdfund this shit. <laughs> Uh, but you're, if you get a really shitty anime box, then you, you know, have really bad, uh, they, they might not remember their lines, or they might improvise in a way that's not that good. You might um, need to, like, slap the side of your CRT a couple of times before the picture gets clear. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Before the <laughs> it's actors It's basically like a bad torrent. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's okay. kind of with like the wrong subtitles. subtitles or something. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's, uh, is there anything else y'all want to do while, uh, uh, yeah, waiting for brunch? We, how much time d- passes before like the next plot point happens? Because I might do I'd something. I'd say it's, yeah, it's, I'd say you have probably around an hour and a half. So if you just wanted to nap through it, you could totally do that. Um, or just bath and read through it, uh, or just, you know, spend some alone time with your own, uh, private calendar. Uh, um, but the, uh, uh, the, you could definitely do stuff for the next hour and a half until brunch, uh, is going to be served brunch is it morning uh it's a late brunch okay uh i'd say it's around noon 30 uh it'll be around like 1 p.m when you're done so okay still legally brunch but um all right so upon realizing that someone may have wandered into my brother's room it is definitely shut yeah i sprint over there and burst through the door jesus christ knock first (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) oh shit and um virgil you can see that avalon is like shaking with somewhere between anger and like about to burst into tears um and and i just say get out of this room right now I uh, I can tell that this this guy's not messing around. So I uh, I take the bag of strange herbs I found under the pillow and I leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna I, I ignore that part. But, um, uh, but yeah, I uh, I I slam the door shut behind Virgil and then um, you know how when someone will shut the door and then like lean up against it and then just slide down to the ground. Yeah, on the inside um, of the room or the outside? Yeah, yeah, on the inside. Um, I, like Elsa. I d- yeah. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> All right. Didn't make that connection, but that's where we've got, that's where we've gotten to. Um, but yeah, and then uh, just sitting, sitting on the ground, I look around and uh, start to cry. Yeah, and you see a lot of memories of your brother. Memories that you haven't seen for a long time, obviously you haven't been here, but also memories of your brother who you haven't seen since, you know, he died. you killed him. Mm-hmm. And eventually uh, that basically just turns into, I basically cry myself to sleep and, and just sort of pass out from the exhaustion of the last few hours and the emotional impact of being in this place again mm-hmm. uh. all right uh as uh as you guys are all cozily dealing with your own personal traumas the uh, <laughs> uh where do you go virgil <laughs> oh, yeah. oh uh i walk out and get some air and i roll up a fat stogie Well, Becky's not there. I know. I, I have How to light, you gonna light it? I have to light it myself, and it makes me what? wonder where my there are servants. Where my little friend is somewhere out there looking for Mondo Stone, and 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 last week, and um, and then I get real stoned. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. 
Get real Mondo Stone. <laughs> oh, no. Then you outside, uh, sitting in this like a beautifully manicured garden, are the first one to see around an hour and a half later when uh, Rhythm Right Child uh, walks towards your ship. Um, she has uh, a very nice new dress on and uh it looks like she's uh just taken like an extensive uh shower that makes her look a whole lot more happy than uh when she was on the ship uh and that joy drained just out of her face when she sees you and sees you as the first person that uh that she runs into at the estate wait so Um, was she walking towards the ship or away from the ship she was walking to the estate. Got she it. was coming from the uh, the pools and the shower by the by the main manor, um, <laughs> and uh, and she gives you a half hearted wave and says, "Oh, it's you." <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing this fine morning? I'm doing fine. Brunch is served, so. If you want to go get brunch. Brunch sounds like an excellent idea. Where's that at again? (laughs) Are you okay? I am more than okay. (laughs) Where where are you going? I'm gonna... Where's Avalon? Uh, oh, he's, uh... He's in his brother's room, I take it. That's what I gathered, at least. Where'd you say brunch was? You know, um, (laughs) I'm just gonna... She reaches over and pulls the bell off of your belt and rings it. um, And the little stone turtle um, pops up out of a little hole next to you. uh, And she leans over and says, Just get this guy to the brunch, okay? And make sure he stays there. And she then puts the bell back on your belt and pats you and says, the turtle will lead you there. Just don't f- fall in a hole and die. Are you real, turtle? <laughs> uh, rhythm then, uh, uh, as she walks through the, uh, the castle, all of you hear her shouting, brunch is served! Brunch is served! It's over by the tennis courts, I think, on the... Uh, the pavilion out by the gardens. I wake up from my nap hearing this. Um, I get myself together and I head downstairs. Uh, you were brought several pirate-themed uh, action novels, Flaxen. I was. Uh, and they were really fun. They were really good. Yeah. There, was a, there was a couple that were pirate-themed action novels. There was also a couple of just like historical uh, like fiction pieces that were a little more adult um i don't know what your reading comprehension lives at but uh there's mm. a there's a couple that were a little more master and commander vibes like uh you know oh, i'm Ooh. buried deep in a book right now called the adventures of captain casey oh, oh good oh. that's a reference to a campaign that we played a year ago that's <sighs> one heck of a reference nice e. Mm-hmm. And I am so captivated by it that I almost don't hear the call to brunch, but I'm just that much more hungry. All right. Yeah. And you're so yeah, easily down. able to but keep I, the book with you. I take you. it with me. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, you hear a knock on your door, Avalyn, uh, or on your brother's door, I guess. Uh, as Rhythm says, brunch. Hey, brunch. Avalyn, are you in here? 
um, I scramble to my feet and, um, and like throw the door open and, uh, I likely look like a mess. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I just say, yeah, I'll be there in a, in, in a, in a sec. Thanks. Whoa. You okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Thanks. Please just, just, uh, um, and I, I ring the little bell on my belt. (laughs) Uh, All right. Yeah. A little turtle pops up next to you. Hello, Uh, sir. Is this the same turtle? It's a great question. (laughs) So good. Um, (laughs) um, I, I just, I just look down and, and say, just make sure no one else goes into this room while we're here. Okay. Absolutely, sir. I understand the implications fully. It'll be sealed off. Thank you. And I head to a head to a bathroom so I can sort of splash my face, but then go to brunch. As you walk away, you can see Rhythm le- leaning down to the turtle and saying, whose room was that? And the turtle says, none of your business, madam, and walks over and slams <laughs> the door. <laughs> nice. Excellent. That's exactly what, what, the, what the help is supposed to do. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, and uh, uh, you guys are back from a good long nap that's so enervating that you guys all level up. Hey! To level three! Level three! <laughs> all right! Hey. So, as we all know, naps give you levels. That's canon. Uh, and nothing else gives you levels. So Can it take, take so many naps? naps. Oh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> just try. Just try to take five naps in a row. That's called one nap or just sleeping. That sounds like... Do we need to use like do I we do. need to use hit die on this nap or are we gonna have no more combat until the end of until a long rest? Uh, you will, I'm at unless health. you do something real funny, like I, I can't tell you what you're gonna do. I might attack Fair. you. Okay, just just in case I'm gonna heal myself with hit dice. <laughs> so uh y'all level up. So maybe just let's do a little little out of character spit and spiel. Uh and you guys can kind of tell me what what you did as you're leveling up, since you hit level three in fifth edition of D&D, which is what we're playing, you get to usually pick like what your specialty is. So I want to know what everyone's specialty is um, and what you're, what, what, you're, what you're thinking about. And some of this won't totally make sense yet, um, but over the next episode or so, we'll kind of explain how everyone gets these powers and things. All right, I can jump right in. Um, so Avalon being a barbarian uh gets to do a specialization so he's a uh an eagle totem uh totem warrior uh barbarian and um technically he's a phoenix rather than eagle but it's Mm -hmm. close enough so like Um, you just flavored eagle as phoenix yeah it's basically just eagle but plus fire cool. so so all of the effects <laughs> that's, are... I think that's technically a phoenix if you get eagle <laughs> and you do light it on fire it does become a phoenix like that's how you make for a them. brief moment I thought that was a feagle, a feagle? <laughs> yeah, for... <laughs> that sounds more like a fire beagle <laughs> fire beagle which would be very cute oh, um in any case uh along with getting uh some sweet hit points avalon now actually has the ability that i kind of claimed that he had during um the beaker bilgy fight several episodes back uh which is uh now he's actually allowed to do this where uh he can take a dash action uh as a bonus action Mm -hmm. um and enemies have disadvantage on uh attack rolls uh, as he runs past them Um, basically he has the ability when he's enraged to like run extra fast and avoid 
attacks. So that's like for attacks um, of opportunity on him. They have to say, yeah. oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and um, we've already sort of been flavoring it uh, so that like when he's in rage, he's sort of fiery and, and everything. But now it's like official that it's the Phoenix totem is what is giving him those powers. Cool. Sweet. And because barbarians are crazy simple, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, good, how good. much HP does that one have? 32 right Jesus now. I only fuck. Uh, Damn. I had 27 I at, I had at level lot. 2. That's double I, my I, I actually I actually rolled really poorly for hit points for level 3, so <laughs> What'd you roll? I rolled a 3. What's your hit oh, die? Man. Super poorly. Wait, uh, my hit die is a, a D12. Shit. Um, what? And, uh, yeah, barbarians are nuts. Yeah, we, you know, <laughs> listeners, I know that you can take the average HP when you level up, but this group likes to have fun and live life on the edge. So we, we've tended to, oh, yeah. we've tended to roll for HP because sometimes it's that's even, hilarious. I rolled a one. And sometimes actually, it really think, sucks. <laughs> it's actually average plus one, I think. Yeah, it's better than the average because you round up. Yeah. So you really uh, always should mathematically take the average. But who likes taking the average when you can be hey, special? Yeah. When you can Look, have twice the health. At level two, I rolled an 11. So like, Damn. like it seemed to be going good. well, but then I rolled a three. So, you know, it balances more or less. There was a past campaign where Nick's warlock character rolled really high for all his HP it rolls. It was ridiculous. And, had, like, and so I rolled much... them all in front of the party. And I constantly rolled <laughs> as a hit die as a D8, I think. And I only yeah. rolled sevens and Yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So who, who else is leveled up? Everyone else. Someone else I, talk about your level I'm ups. I'm leveled up. Yeah, so um, Flaxen, uh, if if you have caught on to the foreshadowing, uh, is pretty excited about the concept of pirates. I think uh, in the place that he comes from, a lot of the sort of romanticized sea pirate culture just doesn't exist. There aren't books about it. And uh, so he's taking a liking to that, and I'm taking the swashbuckler archetype for Rogue. What does um, that get you? And that gives me... Gives me one ability that will make Ben cry a little because he'll uh -huh. have to remember it because it's really more for him than me. And it's <laughs> fancy footwork. And that just means anytime I hit somebody um, with a weapon attack, they can't make opportunity attacks against me for the rest of my turn. Oh, God. That's gotcha. going to be impossible to remember. Which well, I think really, not... I think I can kind of. So what it means is like if I hit mm -hmm. an enemy, I can move away from it yeah. without taking oh, it's like because it's during my, my turn. Right. Yeah. Because it would only happen on your turn. It's not it's it's it doesn't happen often right. that you move away from a character and then move past another character not on your turn. Mm -hmm. That requires some real, you know, Pokemon gym levels of uh what treadmills, right? And what? then my second mm -hmm. new ability is called <laughs> The Treadmills in the Pokemon Gym where you have the player and it moves without the thing. So if you had players fighting each other on treadmills, you could have them, you know, this is going to be cut. It doesn't matter. No, <laughs> no it's not. No, we're leaving that one. Go on, Nick. Uh, so anyways, Scotty, my second please. ability is... <laughs> second ability is called Rakish Audacity. And it, one thing, it, it does two things. It gives me a bonus to my initiative roll which is my charisma modifier, which like the way we play doesn't really seem to be particularly important since our enemies tend to have the same initiative. Wait, you get to, each other. sorry, what? You get to add your charisma to your initiative? I get to add initiative. my charisma modifier to my initiative. Interesting. It's rakish audacity. I, my mm. confidence propels me into battle. Oh. Mm. No, I mean, that's, um, that's pretty big for letting you uh, go in front of your, go in front of right. the enemies, right? Because it gives you one more attack yeah. against them, which is pretty big. I suppose that's true. 
Um, and then the other ability that it gives me is just a more ways to use sneak attack. So basically, if I'm one on one with an enemy and uh, neither ally nor enemy are next to them, then I, mm. I also get sneak attack. So if you're real arrow flinging it up. Mm. Sweet. You use a rapier, right? I do, but uh, I think I'm going to be on the lookout for a cool pirate scimitar. Nice. Because that's what the pirates use in all the books I've been reading. Nice. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Sweet. I'll go. I'm, I got to level three. Uh-huh. <laughs> I rolled a one. Congratulations. I rolled a one on my D10 hit die. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> um, I'm a fighter, and at level three, that means you pick your fighting personality or something. I have martial archetype Eldritch Knight, which means I now Ooh. have some magic spells um, Very cool. So Virgil makes me think of trains. Yeah, who who's where did that train come from? <laughs> that's that one from, of wasn't me. That's one of did Virgil's spells. That, that was <laughs> summon ambiance. That was just a digitation. We'll, we'll find out. I, I mean, isn't later that thaumaturgy? Like, actually, I'm very sorry to ask, but just in case, could you please just repeat that so that there's not a train in the background of the podcast? Yeah, that was that was my track. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've asked them to stop running the trains, but they will not <laughs> listen. <laughs> <laughs> now I think we got to be <laughs> uh, Yeah, fighter. Martial archetype, Eldritch Knight, which means dumb old Virgil with his eight intelligence now uses intelligence as his spellcasting modifier. Wow. Does that mean he gets negative one spell a day Wait, or something? there's no requirement? Like you not can, in 5e, like baby. With no, any... it's not like multi-classing. What? <laughs> this, is, this is the new world. Anyone can spells. So wait, what, oh, what's, the, what's the thematic reasoning here? Um, well, I'm going to do this in character because I think okay. it'll be better that way. But you guys, gotcha. we're, uh, we're sitting here at brunch and I really... One of the, the other night when we were still on the ship, I was looking out at the stars and I fell overboard. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it was really embarrassing. <laughs> I've never done this before. But I woke up in some under underwater grotto and there was a familiar face in front of me. And it was it was my old nemesis Trout. Uh, Trout? Yeah, his huh? name, like the was fish. it an actual his trout? name is Trout. He's a... Okay, let's do this all in character. This is amazing, but let's do this <laughs> did... at the actual brunch. Okay. <laughs> I, have a, I, I have a question. D- did this actually happen, or are you still high? <laughs> well, Wait, Hold on. Let's yes. just stop. Stop. And okay. let's free... We gotta do this at brunch. Alright, well, I'll hold off. That's just... <laughs> prepare yourselves for a, a brief but epic tale. Holy shit, okay. <laughs> I'm so ready. Uh, well, so, could, could you just case, mechanically? Yeah, I just get like some what... spells. That's all. I get like two spells and some cantrips. They what all have to be pretty combatty because it's fighting. Uh-huh. But I picked ones that um, can probably be used outside combat too, like Thunder Wave. Nice. Mm. And Mending. Ah, uh, yes, the everyone get away from me spell. It works on objects, too, so I can just send boxes flying if I want to. Oh, nice. Oh, excellent. Um, I can go. Okay, so I entered the College of Lore, I think. Has 
Rowan Ridley, after sort of like uh, living his entire life on a very isolationist island and seeing the world for the first time, he's sort of taken it upon himself to expand his uh, areas of knowledge because he's not a dumbass, but he just doesn't know jack shit. Um, so uh, going into the College of Lore, I get like three professors three proficiency in any skills that i choose so i chose like acrobatics investigation but because my intelligence is like a negative my modifier is like a negative two i just have a zero nice that slot (laughs) (laughs) so it's not negative do any of us have high intelligence avalon has 16 intelligence jesus i think i'm actually very smart yeah (laughs) he chooses not to use it um (laughs) exactly and then my third one is oh, Did you say oh God, it into your it? mic, please. Yes, animal handling. No, it is not animal hand- handling. Did I write it down? Oh my god! Oh, I put it into stealth, just cause. Cool. So, did you like literally enroll in like a college, or is this more like you became more world knowledgeable, so you uh, have begun picking up these skills? Um, the latter. There's no time for college on a boat. Right, right. Yeah, I was actually I, taking a class on the elemental net. <laughs> yeah. Which is where they just come to you with a new book. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Blue Apron. And you finish but... the last one. Mm-hmm, but for college. Uh, yeah, okay. So that makes sense. I, I just wanted to make sure. Um, but yeah, so you, you've just uh, acquired these skills along your travels now that you're out in the world. Yes. And then I get like new spells... Uh, at level three, I gain cutting words, which allows me to like use my wit to distract, confuse, and otherwise sap the confidence and competence of others. Basically, I roll like a d6 for bardic, bardic inspiration, and then I could have that number subtracted from whatever else from someone else's roll. Basically, you have to have so you can it? Do, like a negative inspiration. Yes, it's like negative inspiration. So you're just yelling at someone and then that makes them worse at life? (laughs) Yes, basically. Every time you use this, can you like say what what cutting words you're saying? I will attempt. Excellent. Shing the person is not very quick on the update, but I mean, but you are pretty good at making me feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. I'll just I'll just think of you in place of whatever I'm casting this on, and maybe the inspiration will come to me. Hey, perfect. Um, yeah, and then that was pretty good. And then for my level two uh, spells, I chose enhance ability because I think I've had success just like buffing other people. And then suggestion, which I don't remember what it does in this moment, but I chose it for a reason. So that's it. You suggest half, things half the time when I'm muting my mic. I'm writing down quips and things to think about later. Well, that's a good idea. So I have a question about Rowan being a bard. So like he he plays an instrument, but like. Not really much. Do you like have nope. any sort of like flavor <laughs> for like why Rowan is considered a bard? I chose bard because I just wanted to be to be like good at a lot of things, but not very good at all of them. Gotcha. So like jack like a jack trades. of all trades, yeah. basically. Okay, That's so the, probably the sole reason I wanted him to be a bard. Cool. Does Rowan like ever write in a journal or anything like that? any other bard-like thing no he's not a very good bard (laughs) well i mean you could you could you could say that like one way to to look at being a bard is sort of being just like a student of life and of traveling 
whether mm-hmm. or not you're a performer necessarily, a lot of mm-hmm. bards are just sort of out there to gain knowledge and experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally like that flavor of Yeah, bard. I think that's cool. On that same note, um, when you do bardic inspiration, you don't technically have to use an instrument to do it. Like you could flavor it as mm-hmm. just like inspirational speaking or... Uh, I don't know, poetry, or you you write haikus now? So, like, there is... I write haikus look, now. Or you could <laughs> it could be pretty good for every time you give someone bardic inspiration, you do just tell them a haiku that does give them inspiration about the world and life and cherry blossoms <laughs> and how the summer <laughs> hits like, their petals. You, you do you, but I know uh, you've played... This might Is this your first time playing a bard? My second time, but the first time was like a one sh- shot, so I didn't get a chance to like really use them. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah, I don't mean to tell you how to play your character. I just want to make sure you understand that you don't technically have to play an instrument in order to use Bardic Inspiration. No, these are all good suggestions. I actually like that route of more sort of worldly knowledge type person. Yeah, cool. Or every time you do Bardic Inspiration, you could say one of those like meaningless mindfulness quotes. <laughs> like, maybe the outside <laughs> is really what you think about on the inside. <laughs> and then Avalon's like, yeah! <laughs> and then he hits real good. <laughs> I feel like aren't, that would also be... Aren't the stars just the ceiling of the world's room? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Stuff like that. I'll like have um, the subreddit shower thoughts open in another yeah. time and just like rip off that. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's All right. it. Alright, Ishmael. Cool. Ishmael's level three. Um, I don't pick a subclass at level three. I actually pick it at level one because that's how sorcerers work, their bloodline thing. So I'm a storm sorcerer. That's from Xanathar's Guide. But the way I'm kind of approaching being a sorcerer in with this character is not that it's explicitly a bloodline thing, but that like the concept of whether magic is like you know, not restricted to a particular class, like you don't have to be a wizard, maybe. But I'm I'm using sorcerer as a way of thinking about magic as it like a manifestation of creativity, like a kind of like an artist painting. I'm thinking about magic as like a kind of meditative, creative headspace, and so that's why he's a sorcerer mechanically. Um, so I mean, maybe there's some kind of bloodline thing going on, but not to my knowledge at this point you do come from a family of weather mages yeah yeah i was thinking that that was more just like a career path that the family, yeah, family of doctors was, right yeah it's not like oh, they're okay. all magically yeah. wait doctors you mean doctors aren't just born doctors and so i think for most weather <laughs> magic you do study like you do go to go to a research school and study like i think of it as like a science or like a like the way meteorology is actually a science so maybe like magic science but the way Ishmael approaches it is more of like a creative outlet. Like uh, his association with the weather is not numbers and math. It's uh, how it makes him feel and it's music. And so that's why it's, it's a charisma based and I'm using a sorcerer class. So I'm a storm sorcerer. Um, since level one, I've had this storm sorcerer thing that I haven't used that I will use at some point. Uh, it's called Tempestuous Magic. When I cast a spell that has a spell slot level, I can make winds around me and I can fly 10 feet without provoking attacks of opportunity. Ooh. And that just didn't quite feel appropriate yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I have it not used that. kind of happened once. That. Huh? When you made a fog cloud, you did kind of fly up into the air when you were playing a song. So that yeah, kind of so happened. Maybe- Maybe that kind of happened. Yeah. If I want that to happen, I will explicitly say it. I feel like it would make sense Mm -hmm. if it was at like a character moment. But 
Um, right now, I think Ishmael doesn't think of himself as like a person who is capable of doing that. But when I leveled up, I just fixed a lot of my spell problems. Like I, I think I had accidentally too many cantrips, but it was okay because I didn't use half of them. So, so I gained level two spell slots, um, and I gained meta magic. Um, so sorcery points are a thing now, and I can just use sorcery points to manipulate some stuff. So I took distance spell, I can double the range of a spell, and I took extended spell. So if a spell has a duration of over a minute, I can double that duration. Um, so and your fog clouds can last twice as long? Hell yeah. Oh, um, and dear. also, if since I have level two spell slots now, fog cloud increases in radius with every level of spell slot. God so it could it. now be a 40 foot radius fog cloud, baby. <laughs> Double size. Um, I also took the level two spell Snillox Snowball Swarm, which is from Xanathar's Guide. Has the most delightful name. So I, I considered the spell Shatter, which seemed like the obvious choice. But, like, we just played a long campaign, like, a year ago with someone who used Shatter all the time. Didn't Luke use Shatter? Wasn't that his thing? Yep, that was his signature spell. Yeah, so I'm a little yeah. tired and bored of the spell Shatter. What does <laughs> so Shatter do? Also, Av- Avalon shatters things all the time. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Virgil yeah. kind of has, like, a Thunder Shatter-related thing. So I actually decided to not go with a Thunder-related obvious spell. And, uh, and I'm going with the Snowball spell instead. And I think I could make a roleplay reason for that. Is that the one with the like the little snowballs orbit you and then you fire them at people? No, it's just like I point at a like I I make snowballs kind of hit or like appear in or explode in a target area. It's okay. it's a does that deal damage? Yes. Do you like put a rock in the snowball? No, it's a. <laughs> I think the idea is just like it's hard hitting snowballs, so it's like a ten foot diameter mm. AOE versus a deck save, and it deals some cold oh, damage. Do they like? So you just like pelt them. Yeah. But I think the the way I want to flavor it is less like snowballs pelting and more like snow falling and the cold damage just kind of happening. I don't know. Mm. Um, I, I also changed one of my other spells, which I think I can do. I don't know. I'm low level. I, I took detect magic because it felt like detect magic Great. was something we very much needed. <laughs> so I have that now too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. That's it for me. Sweet. So yeah, y'all level up. Um, and that really, really good nap um, lets all of these things course through your bones uh, as you leave. Can the, I? Uh, yeah. Can I amend something? Yes. Okay. Is it okay to make one change to what I have already said? Yes. Okay. So instead of, I want to switch out one of my proficiencies because I realize it didn't make sense from a role playing standpoint. I'm going to switch out um, stealth proficiency for insight. Because I think it makes more sense. Oh, sure. That's it. Sweet. So all leveled up. Got that all out of the way. You're all level three now. Um, and uh, and we did it. We did it. <laughs> yeah. So let's eat some brunch. So as so basically, all of you uh, very very quickly catch up with the turtle who is trying to lead Virgil um, by the hand towards the brunch and making very very slow time. Uh, the uh, the four of you, well five including uh, rhythm. Wait, wait, uh, the five of here? you. Uh, so you are catching up to Virgil, the fifth one. So the four of you who are in the castle are catching up to Virgil, the fifth. Oh, got it. Because Virgil was outside. Yes. Yeah. Got it. So 
the four of you and Rhythm leave the castle um, and very quickly catch up to Virgil, who's being led by the turtle, who's leading him very, very, is, very slowly down the road. Is this a very tall turtle? Nope. Or is Virgil like hu- kind of yes. hunched over? It's quite cute. Sort of waddling. I'm actually following on all fours. your hand is in its mouth Um, so you're that type of stoned actually as we leave the castle um i want Mm -hmm. to hold up avalon i say i i like grab his sleeve gently and i say hey hold up a sec and say uh yeah um and then avalon looks like shit (laughs) (laughs) So I, I just, I wait for everyone else to get a little bit farther away. And I say, um, well, at first I like look at the ground. And then I look back up at Avalon and I say, so about earlier, um, sorry I made you uncomfortable. Uh, I mean, I, I wasn't, re- well... I, I, uncomfortable isn't necessarily I, I was just surprised I was surprised right I, I was surprised the, let's go with surprised I mean um, like I, it was I didn't ask or anything I just I was freaked out that you were gonna wreck the boat again and I didn't really know what to do so that's all I could think I'm sorry hey it worked it, it worked <laughs> it worked it worked really well and like that, you know, worse things have happened, and worse and, things and have I sort happened. Of, I, I sort, I sort of look at the sky. What does that awkwardly. Mean? Uh, oh, I mean, so many worse things. You know, uh, the, the uh, you know, it's it's, it's that that crocodile guy had his bones pulled out of him. That's worse. Um, oh, shit. Uh, you I know, mean... we, we went to we went to jail. That 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 was worse. Um, that I, if that's I heard the that context that, you're thinking about it. I, in, I heard that I will date that, sure that Roland went on again. was way worse. Um, Sorry. Uh, uh, well, I mean, that's not like you don't. Uh, well, I, I mean, you, 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 you don't okay? have to like not do it. Um, I'm. Uh, Sorry. What? Uh, hmm. <laughs> I just look uh, at you. Yeah. Okay. Um, we seem to be now just staring at each other awkwardly. <laughs> um. Um, also, about in the main hall, I I feel like it was manipulative of me to put you in a rage without you asking. And I don't nah. want to be responsible for putting you in and taking you out of rages. That feels very strange. I'm I'm sorry. It's I, mean, I know it's personal to you. As far as as far as getting me out of rage at this point, anything that'll get me out of rage is like a okay. Do you not uh, like being in rage? Well, I don't remember anything. I I don't know what being in rage is like, frankly. All I know is that when I come out, sometimes good things have happened and sometimes the ship is destroyed. And so, uh, like, what do you, as far as, do you not want to be? I don't understand. Well, it can be really useful. And I know that. And, like, back back in the main hall, it was useful. And, like, and and that and that's that's great. And I, cross I can my arms. I can kick myself into it 
just fine. It's just, you know, I have trouble exiting and and being normal again. Um, so, like, you don't have to worry about the whole, like, getting me into rage or not getting me into rage. I can, I, I, I can, I can deal with that. I, um... Okay. And, and, like, from what I've been told, it makes me a lot better at fighting. And that seems like something we need. I don't completely understand you, Avalyn. Honestly, I don't understand myself a lot of the time. Um, hmm. And th- for the first time in this conversation, I-, I-, I smile a little bit. Huh. I I was not smiling before, but seeing you smile, I kind of confusedly smile a little bit too. Look at you quizzically. Um, well, and, uh, that's all I had to and say. I say. And I said, well, look, look, I, I, there's, it, it can be difficult after the, after the fact when I don't know what, what happened or what I did. Um, but I know it helps and I know it helps, you know, the, the people around me the you know, pe- people I care about and And it stuff. also busts up our ship. Well, yeah, it can do that. So that's why I've been trying to research, like, why that happens and stuff. Okay. It seems like uh, you got some stuff to figure out, huh? Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then I walk away. I go to brunch. Yeah. I, 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 I wait until you're, like, good... 50 feet ahead of me before following. And then I guess we wind up both catching up with Virgil. Yep, I'm avoiding eye contact. Yeah, and the uh, troop of the seven of you, the five of you with the turtle and with Rhythm, all walk onto the scene of one of the uh, main pavilions next to the tennis courts where you can see there are a couple of uh, what look like college students like they're in their late 20s they're definitely humans playing tennis in one of the tennis courts and the uh, uh there are some massive banquets uh that are set up on the lawn uh out front this is uh on the north side of the island uh in between the uh the kids camp as well as the and the manor the main manor the banquet looks incredible. Uh, there are several seats set up for you on the main table next to Windy. And the, the rest of the seats are mostly full and they're not full of the servant elementals. It looks like most of them are full of what look to be other visitors that you probably hadn't seen around here before. They were likely all hiding when the attack was going down, but. They're all eating food, uh, and the food looks incredible. The food is, in fact, uh, uh, a sight for hungry eyes, I guess, seeing as you guys haven't had a proper meal in quite a while. Are they, like, stat effect foods? Oh, yes, of course they are. So uh, this brunch is, and I'm going to try something new with stat effect foods, which is 
I'm letting you read them, and I'll read them out loud, but so now you don't have to ask me over and over. So, uh, as you guys approach the main table, it looks like there are three main options, uh, and there's a bagel cart that looks like it has a 20 gold deposit, um, so you could buy a bagel as well with delicious locks. Um, at the bagel cart, you can see it costs 20 gold for a stinking bagel. Uh, it is pricey. Um, it's an everything bagel with garlic cream cheese and locks toasted to perfection with a decorative swan garnish. And if you eat it, you'll get plus two max hit points permanently forever um and then you get one of the the main meals for free you can get a chef's garden omelet with three eggs a marble potato hash tomatoes spinach baby squash mushrooms and midnight moon cheese that will give you advantage on investigation checks for this adventure midnight moon cheese oh you gotta taste it is this like your secret hobby is like decadent meals ben (laughs) 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 i always kind of wondered like what's up with these <laughs> uh you know sometimes you just need a spiritual food huh. um there's also fresh caught grilled shrimp and grits with gruyere and piquillo pepper and a side of smoked paprika aioli this gives you plus two to all dexterity and strength <laughs> checks and saves for this adventure and then there is uh as the third option vanilla bean french toast made with house bread a creme brulee custard caramelized bananas and walnuts it gives you plus two to all your charisma and wisdom checks and saves for this adventure um, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Are we allowed to eat more than one bagel if you, we have uh, the coin for it? I would say you can try, but you're going to need to make me a con save to eat that much food. Hmm. And if you fuck it up, you permanently lose four HP. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, like as uh, Avalon makes his way over to the group, I turn to him like not reading the atmosphere he's like exuding and say to him hey since you like totally bodied me that one time i think you owe it to me to like buy me that bagel (laughs) (laughs) what when was this what did i do what uh you kind of almost killed me and the alligator kid so i'd like a little bit more hp i don't remember that (laughs) of course you don't anyways I like make grabby hands, like I make the give me money um, <laughs> hand grab. Money, please. Which the viewers cannot see. Money, please. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Pay up. <laughs> um, I, and I go, yeah, yeah, sure. And and usually Avalon would put up some sort of fight about this, but clearly he's distracted by something or multiple things that just happened in his life, mm-hmm. and uh, and he for- I fork over twenty gold to you. I completely disregard all the angst that is going on and say thanks and walk over to the banquet table. Um, so I, I take the money, I buy the damn bagel, and also I'm going to get the chef's garden omelet with three eggs, oh, which will give choice. me advantage on investigation. Yeah, it's delicious. Uh, the bagel is honestly even better. Um, it's clear that the bagel cart is the main hit of this buffet. Uh, and you're able to take a seat up next to Windsor, uh, who gives you a big grin as he uh, downs an entire bagel in one bite. Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I walk straight past this interaction between Rowan and Avalyn, and I just grab some vanilla bean French toast and sit down kind of far away from, from everyone else. Uh, that's the one that gives plus two to charisma and wisdom checks for the adventure. I just eat it silently to myself. Nice. It's fluffy and just the right amount of moist. This is probably the best food I've had in a while, so 
Oh yeah, this for is sure. This is a... honestly, this is even better than Beaker Bilgey's like wow. diner food. This is like quality food. Um, this is quality quality. I don't know what it is, but I find myself ravenous. Um, I would like two of these main courses if it is not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the the chef who's uh, uh, standing behind the uh, buffet table says, "I." I mean, you can, you can try and eat it. I'm certainly not gonna stop you. But all right, uh, then. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> and I just grab two heaping plates and walk to a table and just start stuffing my face. <laughs> Which two do you pick? I don't even look at them when I grab them, but when I oh good, <laughs> but when I sit down, I find that it's um, the grilled shrimp and grits, and also the French toast. And um, <laughs> <laughs> that is filling as heck. Uh, yeah, you're gonna need to make me a con save, but have advantage because you're so hungry. <laughs> well, with advantage, I have a twenty-three. A twenty-three. Yeah, you devour those. Uh, you devour this giant plate of three big stacked hunks of fresh uh, French toast, um, and then uh, this just mound of shrimp and grits. Uh, it's like eating, you know, a brick wall, and it tastes good. Yeah, and I don't even know if I'm going to get any of these effects or if the combination of these strange ingredients are going to you know, give me an entirely different thing. It's not on my mind. I'm just so hungry and so high that it's all good to me. (laughs) Glad you're in charge. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) Oh, that's vacation time. With my nose buried in my book, I kind of just kind of look, look at them briefly and pick up the uh, vanilla bean French toast. And uh, I go sit down next to Virgil and, and I'm like, dude, why didn't anyone tell me that pirates were so cool in the outside world? Man, they got they got treasure and adventure and and not just swords that poke, but also swords that slash. They sh- pirates are nothing where I'm from. They're just jerks who steal all your cargo on your sand ships. Um, at that, <laughs> at, uh, Nick, at uh, sorry, Flaxen talking talking up pirates. I lean over and say, "No, they kind of are jerks and they kind of suck." It was my job to deal with them. <laughs> I'm, that can't be so. I, I've been reading these books all day. They sound great. I want to be a pirate. Can we all be you pirates? Know, <laughs> we are kind of pirates in a way, I suppose. That's the spirit. I used to row with a pirate. Uh, he was a little bit good and a little bit bad. So I don't know. At rowing or? Oh, no, just more in in an existential sense. <laughs> <laughs> Existentially good. No, I- man, you got to try this French toast. Oh, all right. <laughs> Isn't he already oh, having some? <laughs> you can have a couple of bites of his too. <laughs> Finish the leftover um, bananas on his plate. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go and purchase a bagel. Mm-hmm. Um, just one. And- yeah, I- I'm I'm a little too distracted to be super crazy hungry. So fair um, enough. I'm 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 sort of in this like fog of like introspective emotion at the moment. Ooh, um, metaphor. Yeah, fo- fo- yeah, metaphorical fog. Yeah. Um uh If you didn't and- get it listeners, the fog is a thematic element to this adventure. 
Yeah, it's as if someone <laughs> cast fog cloud in my brain. And you oh, wow. And you yeah. right, anyway. Um, <laughs> I think somebody That is a romance novel. Oh no. but yeah, I sort of absentmindedly purchase a bagel and uh sit down um just without paying attention to where I'm sitting at yeah. all. You totally. Um, you sit down right next to uh, the quartermaster, right next to Rhythm Rightchild, and uh, she kind of flashes you a look um, and says, "Hey, uh, uh, here. Do you want a glass of orange juice?" I go, uh, "Sure, thanks, thanks." Um, As she is pouring the glass of orange juice for you. Um, it is immediately apparent to uh, anyone who's looking at them that she's looking at Avalyn a little too long. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, this is where this is going. Oh, no. Oh, I man. love D&D. Right. Oh, jeez. I lower my romance novel and start making, like, staring very intently at them. Every game this is never happened sim. to a character of mine. I've done this to people so many times. Oh, um, yes. I... Oh man, Rowan, you 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 spy a, a rhythm looking at him, and she catches your eye, and immediately she uh, goes flushed and gets a little embarrassed and focuses on her shrimp. That's hysterical. <laughs> I love that. I like give her a big thumbs up, and I like point at the romance novel I'm like reading, and I nod at her furiously. Uh-huh. Damn, she 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 literally throws a shrimp at you. <laughs> I block it with my book. <laughs> and I eat it off the table. <laughs> Windsor, watching all of this interaction, uh, lazily accidentally stabs a knife through his plate as he laughs. Um, and his knife cracks, his plate cracks in two. He's like, oh, oh wow, that's a, that's a plate. <laughs> Is Windsor, like, secretly crazy strong Is Windsor, or something? like, a level 17 barbarian? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he uh he looks a little uh shocked at his own strength uh and he picks up the knife out of his plate and uh as he does that he looks over to you virgil um and uh he gestures to his plate and he says hey uh Vir- Virg- virgil boy any chance you could uh sp- sp- spot me a hand uh what's that win- windbag what do you need? <laughs> you want a hand? Uh, yeah, a hand, right. a hand will be well appreciated. Okay, here you go. I hold out my hand. <laughs> he pushes his I broken plate over towards it, you. I'm looking at like the fingers. <laughs> <laughs> his eyes narrow a little bit, and he says, "Man, I was." I saw what you were doing to those bones earlier. I was wondering if you could, uh, say, show me a little of that, a uh, magic? Oh, that's what you were wondering. You want, oh, I could, I could see what you're saying now. Mendo, <laughs> presto, buddy. 
<laughs> and with a, like a little Mendo sparkly pew, the uh, plate like knits itself back together, uh, and it does a little charming kind of like thunk as it falls back in place in front of him. Um, and a couple of the the college students that are down the table kind of politely clap um, as the they watch and see the uh, the mending. At this, one of the uh, uh, well, let's say a rhythm who's not looking at the. Uh, the person to her left anymore. She's not looking at Avila anymore. Says, you can do magic? How in the world did you learn how to do magic? There's a lot you don't know about me, sweetheart. Forgive me for asking. But uh, We cannot talk about this. No, no, it's a good story, I think. <laughs> uh, the other day, I fell off the boat. And, um, well, have I ever told you about any of y'all, really... I used to date a mermaid back now, ten years ago. Mermaid Minnie. Uh, I really was head over heels for her. Um, we were together for four, four and a half years. And then Trout came to town. And everybody loved Trout. He, uh, he looked like David Bowie in the 90s. He had a soul patch and bleached hair. <laughs> <laughs> my man, my soul weeps for you, brother. Anyways, he uh, he stole Minnie from me, and well, that was kind of the beginning of my downward spiral, which landed me in prison. Well, this brings me back to last the other night when I fell overboard. I I I woke up and I was underwater, and there he was, trout with his soul patch. Now, trout was the kind of asshole who thinks a snake makes a good pet and um he uh his snake his snake bit me on the arm and it pulsed with wild magic and when i woke up i could do spells and all i remember is him saying that this was him paying me back for for stealing my mermaid mini and uh I don't know what it means, but now I can, now I can shock and mend and even do some other things that I don't fully understand yet. I, I, I look at you very closely from across the table and, and, and go, cause this story has actually piqued my interest. And I say, I, I just have one question. You said you woke up twice during that story. And before neither of those times did you fall asleep. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm not not totally sure the whole thing wasn't a dream. <laughs> okay, that that makes sense because we were traveling using stardust, which means if you had fallen off the boat, we definitely would have left you behind. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Magic can be pretty magical. But it, it can't have been a dream, because look at this. And I pull down my sleeve, and I show him two glowing snake bites on my bicep. Oh. Yeah, I, right? I have set down my fork and stopped eating, and I'm just looking at that aghast. <laughs> yeah, I, I look up from my book, and I, I look over, and I say, Did you get bit by a vampire? <laughs> Worse. No, a snake. Did you Were you paying attention? Story, snake. <laughs> what story? I was reading my book. 
I look at it carefully and like, Virgil, did you disinfect this? This looks really gross. Uh, <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Is that why you're acting so weird? Maybe. Uh, can't think of anything else it would be. <laughs> but I don't know. That's my story. Yeah. And uh, I guess, guess I'm pretty interesting. Wouldn't you say so, Rhythm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Jeez. <laughs> Rhythm hard is to beat a story lost like for words. That. <laughs> <laughs> I, but not lost for words, of course, is uh, uh, Wendy, who looks over to you and says, Virgil, I, wow, man. <laughs> wow. You may be the finest, the finest captain I have ever met. That's, that's, that's amazing, man. If only that's how wow. Minnie felt. <laughs> Is this Owen Wilson? Wow. 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 Maybe the shitty impression I've been trying to do from Windsor. <laughs> wow. I was sure it was Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Wait, he's, spo- he's supposed to have been Owen Wilson this whole time? <laughs> Owen Wilson and Jimmy Stewart are kind of in the same vein. Look, impressions are not my forte. Impressions are not my forte. <laughs> Also, isn't Mermaid Minnie from that song, like children's song, A Whale of a Tale? She swapped me for a trout. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh there, my yep, god! There we go. <laughs> nice. Uh. Uh, okay. At this point, I get up and leave. Tough crowd. Uh, well, some of the <laughs> that particular crowd is tough. Your crowd at the moment, though, is this like gaggle of college students who are all like now hanging off your words, um, and uh, uh, you are definitely able to leave at this point uh, since Windsor now begins doing introductions as he's introducing most of the college students to Virgil. And uh, and so it's easy to slip out. Uh, Windsor goes on to say that uh, every once in a while, students will drop by here, and um, he all, always welcomes uh, friendly vagabonds and spring breakers to make their trips over to his island and kick it for a couple weeks. But uh, alas and indeed, they're heading out tomorrow. So uh, th- this will be the last we see of them until who knows when. Next year, spring break, probably. <laughs> wow. Is it their spring break right now? Yeah, it's springtime. Spring break. Oh. They're off. They're off school from. Uh, what school do you go to? And uh, and one of the students um, peeks up as I find it in the notes, as they say. Oh, um, and uh, and she introduces herself to you, Virgil. She was the one who piped up as excited about your story and says, uh, "The name's Dee Dee. Uh, um, we're we're on spring break from uh, uh, Zizzy Zark's Whiz Kid University Cruise, uh, Whoa, and uh, and we. Uh, <laughs> I, it's just always a, a pleasure. It's such a pleasure to see like all these like wild, wild different kinds of magicians out here. Uh, I heard there was a weather mage on staff on the islands. I I don't believe it, but uh, man, what I wouldn't kill to see a weather mage. We're we're just you know part of the Whiz Kid uh, University cruise, so we just practice practical magic, sold uh, wizardy spells, and and the old long learned books. Nothing fancy, but oh boy, it is a pleasure to see seasoned mages such as yourself out here. Uh, uh, Mr. Virgil's son, sir? Well, I'm much obliged. Now, weather mages are all cool and whatnot. They can summon a storm or put one out, but 
real magics doing stuff like this. And I knock my cup off the table. <laughs> and then I mend it back together. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's, that's real practical magic. I'm watching with just my jaw open, just just <laughs> unable to comprehend that people are looking at this as an impressive thing. But eventually I recover my senses and I, I turn to, to rhythm and say, uh, th- thanks for the, thanks for the orange juice. It, I, I feel a lot better now. And I, uh, get up and I also leave. Maybe I should cast mending on his sense of humor. <laughs> Damn. Jeez. <laughs> Dee Dee laughs a little too loud and a little too long. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Yeah. So, uh, with that brunch seems to be, uh, turning into early afternoon tea, uh, and the students are going back to playing tennis. Um, where are you going, Ishmael? Uh, I head back to my room. I pick up my guitar and then I find the highest point I can get on this castle, like some kind of outdoor, very high up parapet, perhaps. Totally. In fact, because since you're in the princess tower, there's probably like a secret trap door that leads you up a ladder that can take you up like an outdoor like ring up to the astronomy tower where you can sit on a super high point um, and okay. uh, and see some beautiful vistas. And honestly, from here, you could see all the way north to like um, acro- the end of the world where it kind of flips over. Uh, oh. And then you could see super far south, too. Oh, OK. I need to ground myself so i i go up to this parapet and i sit down and i look up at the the sky and i start playing my guitar um lately i've been really obsessed with the new death cab for cutie song northern lights so i'm gonna say i'm I'm playing that song uh i'm just gonna claim other people's songs as as my songs every now and then <laughs> or as death cab exists in universe as some band who knows so i'm i'm playing northern lights i think and uh and i'm just looking up at the sky and relaxing um and the emotion i'm feeling is like kind of deep deep set exhaustion emotional physical just from from the entire last 10 episodes and i think it's at this moment that my new spell manifests around me uh snowbox snowball swarm so i think while i'm playing this song uh my exhaustion and kind of my sadness and my loneliness um just becomes a gentle snow that falls around me i do take damage from it (laughs) 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 there is no way to make this a flavor spell i do not have prestidigitation or minor illusion or anything so i'm just gonna go ahead and (laughs) roll my damage i fail my deck save I take eight points of damage from this. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but I'm, um, I don't know. I'm kind of in, I'm really feeling myself. I'm in a headspace. So I get pretty cold from this snow around me, but this is not something I've ever done before. So I'm not interested in stopping it. So I just take the damage and finish my song. And so I am kind of curious in terms of uh, Ishmael controlling the weather. I'm sure that's like a thing that's pitched at school. Like you control the weather. Like these are classes about that. And it's like probably milestones throughout that sort of thing. 
when Ishmael's at school, did Ishmael actually control any weather, make a snowstorm, do a thunderclap, uh, do that? No. Or was it all like um, unachieved? Um, Ishmael learned cantrips and fog cloud, I think, at school. The, like the spells that he had the last couple of sessions. Um, but then when it got into controlling weather, then it became more wizardly stuff. It became science. Uh, and Ishmael got very frustrated um, because that was not how he thought of, that wasn't how his brain was able to comprehend or approach weather, was doing intelligence-based things. Um, so he was never able to do it that way. Um, but he, the, the, he, he was frustrated because he felt so powerfully about weather, but in a, in a different way than school wanted him to feel. And that's when he dropped out. So he, he never really learned to control weather, but he passionately believes that it's possible through other means. That's kind of his driving force that he hasn't, that he doesn't really talk about. So probably, I would imagine then, don't let me project emotions onto Ishmael, but there has to be some level of like validation, right? That this is, this is fact, like not through intelligence, but through emotion. There's snow, like it's happened. It's real. This is, this is for true. So I think then, yeah, I think you're right. So as I begin this song with exhaustion and stress and sorrow, I think by the end of it, seeing what I've done, uh, there's some catharsis. I, I feel like, I don't know, I don't feel happy. I don't feel proud. I just feel, I feel calm. Like a, like, like I've succeeded at something, but not something I have to prove to anyone. Just something that that matters to me. And Avalyn, when you get up from the brunch, where do you go? Well, I mean, I'm feeling a little better now, but uh, it's been quite some time since I've had, like, time to myself. So I head over to, uh, I head over to, like, the baseball diamond um, and just put myself through a really like grueling workout to finish clearing my head. Cause I know that the next day I'm going to have to like do some research and figure out like what's going on. But this time's for me. So I'm like sprinting across the field and like doing front flips and stuff on my own just to center myself. As you do make me a perception check. That's a 12 on perception. A 12 on perception. It isn't until right around the end of your uh, um, set of, I don't know, crunches on the baseball diamond that you see what can, honestly, it's frankly not believable to your eyes, but it's there. Um, Sitting on the pitcher's mound for a second, watching you, there can only be described as there is a woman in the most intense cosplay you've seen. Uh, And she is dressed as some kind of anime character that's obviously from a cooler anime than you've ever seen. Uh, And like you just uh, 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 see her on the mound for a second uh, and she looks at you and smirks and then vanishes. What? 
Oh, jeez. What the fuck? With that, with that 12, like, do, can I see anything else about her? Is like, is she an elf? No, you have no fucking idea. <laughs> oh, is it's just like there's this glimpse, and I'm like, uh, and then mm-hmm. she's gone. Yeah. Yeah, I run over and look at the pitcher's mound and like kick it a little bit to see if there's like illusions going on. Is there a projection? What like what? Yeah, the heck? you you look around um for a second and you can see that someone has actually written something in the dirt. Probably her. Uh, and okay. she it's it's pretty small in the dirt. She probably wrote it with her pinky finger while she was sitting there watching you. I read it. And as you get close and you read it, it says, You're fucked up, Avalon Veristinia. 